All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is, oh, it's Vlog Day. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me again here on Vlog Day. Of course, we're just going to have a whole mess of stuff to talk about. We got some announcements, some advocacy. I'm going to have a couple first impressions. I actually don't have that many first impressions this week, which is kind of weird. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a retro vaping segment prepared this week, but I do have a review for things that never got reviews. And of course, did I say beer? Yeah. Oh, there's going to be beer. There's going to be shout outs. There's going to be all sorts of nonsense going on there. So let me get out my vlog notes really quickly. And uh, yeah, that's right. We're going to be announcing the giveaway winner just a little bit later on of the Photoshop contest. I just want to say that this contest was literally the best contest I have ever done in seven years of YouTube. I could not stop laughing. There were some amazing, just hilariously amazing pictures that people had sent in. A lot of people were like, oh, well, this is my first time Photoshopping, so here you go. And I'm like, what? This is better than some Photoshops that I've ever done, and it's like your first try. Anyway, we're definitely going to do another, <laughs> another Photoshop giveaway because that was hilarious. But yeah, like I said, we got some advocacy going on. Uh, California, everybody's going crazy in, in California, and rightfully so. We're going to be talking about Belgium a little bit. We're going to be talking about what I've been vaping. And like I said, normal vlog routine, first impression shout outs, all that kind of good stuff. Before we get into this at all, I have a bit of an announcement to make. And I'm really excited about this. It's something that's been in kind of the planning stages, I guess, for a while now. How long have we been talking about this? If you remember back on February 3rd, I think it was the February 3rd blog, I had made a joke about culture of clouds. And when I said that, it brought all this stuff together in my head. So here's the big announcement. Um, myself, and my dear friend, Ruby Roo, we are going to be starting a podcast together. And we've been talking about this for months and months and months. And we've been planning it and how we're going to do the format and buying like audio equipment and this, that, and the other. And we want to do it well. We want to do it right. We want it to sound good. We want it to be fun and entertaining. The only thing we couldn't come up with was a name. And we kept going back and forth and all these names got ridiculous and I had such terrible ideas for names for this podcast. And you know what, Ruby Roo, she had some pretty crummy ideas for names for podcasts as well. And then in that particular vlog on February 3rd, I said culture of clouds, that was it. I knew in my head that's what we were going to call the podcast. As soon as I got done recording, I texted Roo and I was like, culture of clouds, right? Think about that. Culture of clouds. And she's like, yes, that that's it. So that is what really got like us over the finish line. We were racing up to the finish line and then we run up to the finish line and we're like, we don't have a name for our podcast. And then it kind of just happened. Just, I don't know, divinely, just culture of clouds. So you can head over to cultureofclouds.com and there's not much there right now, truly and honestly. It's, it's a website. And there's no podcasts up yet. Um, we're going to be recording our podcast very, very soon. We might even, oh, be recording our very first podcast this weekend. And it's going to go up sometime next 
week. I'm not sure exactly which day, just because of traveling to VCC Tampa, this, that, and the other. I'm not 100% sure what day it's going to go up. We're going to be trying to get a new episode up every Monday. So every Monday we're going to have it. It's going to be up on the cultureofclouds.com website. Um, It's going to be on our SoundCloud, uh, obviously, uh, at some point. After we get a few under our belt, it's going to go up on iTunes because that's just the way the iTunes podcasts work. They won't let you put up a podcast with nothing. So we can't have like a placeholder on iTunes for this is where the culture of clouds is going to be. No, we have to actually have like one or two recorded episodes and then submit it as a podcast. So it's going to be on iTunes. It's going to be on SoundCloud. It's going to be on cultureofclouds.com for your listening pleasure. And holy crap, I'm excited about this. You know what I mean? You get so far in 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 what you're doing as far as like YouTube or a business or something and this, that, and the other. And then you kind of get antsy. You kind of want to be more creative and take on new challenges and stuff like that. And that's exactly how I am. And I feel like this podcast is going to be one of the most fun things that I do. I'm already intensely looking forward to recording our first episode. I mean, we have everything done. We did logos and intro music and we got our format down and we have we have good sounding recording equipment. It's just going to be really, really fun. And that announcement took way too long. It's just that I'm really excited about this podcast, Culture of Clouds, coming Hopefully next week uh, from myself and Ruby Roo, and it's just going to be—it's uh, just going to be really good time. So let's get into something a little bit more depressing. Let's talk about California now. California pushed through a bill recently, and they kind of did it behind behind closed doors, away from the public, in a special session. Remember last year in our all of our advocacy talking about we talked about special sessions that aren't open to the public. Well, they pushed through SBX two. Dash five and SBX two dash five is bah, really bad. It's going to effectively ruin vaping in Southern California. I mean, it is, and they're trying to classify vapor products. So they're trying to classify this stabilized wood box as tobacco. You are tobacco, according to California. Now, look, I know California does some weird stuff, but it is, at its heart, a wonderful state, and I absolutely love living here, and I would love to be proud of the state I live in. Unfortunately, it's hard, man. It's really, really hard. So what I'm going to do is post a link in the description to the CASA call to action for SBX 2-5. If you follow me on Instagram or you're friends with me on Facebook or you follow me on Facebook, I've been posting a lot about this and the best thing to do is to call. Call Governor Brown, Jerry Brown, uh, 916-445-2841. People have been calling like crazy. You'll get a busy signal. When I called, I got Busy signal after busy signal after busy signal for like, you know, 10 tries in a row before I finally got through and spoke with someone. It wasn't the governor, but it was someone. And you express your deep concerns about SBX 2-5. Additionally, on the CASA website, you can still send an email. And CASA is fantastic about you know typing up this big long email and then you sign your name and you send it off and it takes two seconds i don't like doing that because repetition if 
the people in the governor's office keep seeing the same email, deeply concerned about this, this, and this, and public vaping, and we're not a tobacco product, and over and over and over again, they're not going to read them, even if you change things and add your personal story at the end. So what I do is I just delete all of that, and I put in what I would say to the governor if I could speak with him in person. I started off very, you know, cordially and, you know, of course, no sort of, you're a fucking asshole, this state sucks, this is all a bunch of bullshit, politics, you know, politicians are a bunch of pig fuckers, nothing like that. Be courteous, be professional, just say what you would say to him in person. And that's that's what I did in my email. And it it was long, man. I don't think since high school have I written anything that was that long, but it was everything I was thinking and feeling at the time. And, you know, I said something similar in my email to the office of the governor. I said, you know what? I'm a California native, current resident. Um, I love this state and I want to be proud to live in this state. But forcing out businesses forcing them to close or relocate isn't, I mean, that cannot make me proud to live in California. And, you know, it was uh, mostly heartfelt and mostly, you know, these are some facts to take along with you. I I would urge you to make the correct decision um, for the, you know, the, the public, the public health. And, you know what? This is the last Hail Mary for California. Technically, this bill has gone through as I understand it. Unless anyone has heard differently, this bill has gone through and our last chance to stop it is for the governor to veto it, which isn't out of the realm of possibility. Back in 2010, there was a very, very similar bill of California wanting to classify e-cigs as tobacco products and our governor at the time, Governor Schwarzenegger, he vetoed it. He said, no, they're not. They're vapor. Completely vetoed it. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. We are not, 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 not giving up hope yet. But moving on to Belgium. And look, guys, there is advocacy happening all over the place. I always post a link in the description of this video to CASA and their calls to action. Follow the calls to action. I know that the Utah bill that was going through that was some ridiculous tax and wholesale tax, that got shot down. There's advocacy literally happening everywhere. Hawaii, we're going to talk about Belgium. So a few people, uh, Yannick and Ryan, uh, sent me some information regarding what's happening in Belgium. Uh, additionally, this guy, Timothy, he says, hey, Nick, I got this email today from my favorite vape shop in Belgium. I use Google to translate it, so I'm sorry for any mistakes in the text. It goes on to say that on March 3rd, the Belgian government, uh, on March 3rd, the Belgian government internet purchases of electronic cigarettes uh, is prohibited by royal decree. Uh, briefly state herein that a ma see this is the tpd this sounds a lot like the tpd to me maximum two mil volume for tanks up to 10 mil only 10 mils of liquid that's the maximum bottle size is 10 mils of liquid and a maximum of 20 milligrams of nicotine electronic cigarettes give off nicotine in constant doses that's interesting that's something i've never Seen before, electronic cigarettes and refilled are child and manipulative safety, must not break or leak or need to be filled. 
They need to be 100% leak proof, so closed system. So when it, you know, the last two times I reviewed a two mil tank, people are like, oh, well, those are just for the TPD. That's not the case because the TPD and Belgium evidently also include the fact that it needs to be 100% leak proof and have a like leak proof filling system. And in the case of Belgium, it needs to be 100% sealed and leak proof. Product registration uh, for importers would be $4,000 for product. Um, the store goes on to say that they have more than 1,300 different products in their store. In this case, it would mean a minimum of 5.2 million euros to register all these products in Belgium to continue selling in their shop, either online or, or in a physical store. It just goes on and on. And someone sent me a petition um, to sign if you're in Belgium. And you know how I, I kind of feel about petitions, okay? But if you're in Belgium, let's just go ahead and sign this petition. And I'll post a link to it down in the description. Let me get to it real fast. Okay, so there's already 1,300 signatures, 1,320 signatures. There you go, with 349 pending. I guess, I don't know, they need to be... <gasps> pardon me, verified or something. But if you're in Belgium, go sign this petition. Um, it's literally the bare minimum you can do. And again, I'm familiar with the United States and how we do things here politically. I don't know how things run politically in Belgium. So I don't know if there's more things that you as vapors in Belgium could be doing, but signing this petition is probably a great place to start. So like I said, I have a little advocacy section in the description. I have all these links, all these crazy amounts of links. And there's the right at the very top, there's a little advocacy block. And I always post to CASA, whatever current calls to actions are going, I'm going to post a link in the description to this petition in Belgium if you wish to sign it, which you should. I mean, you should be signing it. So moving forward from there, let's talk about what I've been vaping real fast. And last week I, I like cut it down like three things that I've been vaping. I think I'm gonna include all five. Generally at my desk, I have like five solid, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five things that I vape like on a regular basis, like sitting at my desk. This is my home base. This is my vape layer. This is where I do all my work from, well, the majority of my work from. And so this is where I, you know, vape a lot of stuff. So. First up, Vapor Flask Classic. You know what I mean? It surprised me too. I just keep using it. I've switched over the Twisted Messes Squared RDA onto the Vapor Flask Classic. This is a donut pounder. This is a series build, so it's 0 .40, 0 0.40 ohms. 91 watts, it's giving me six volts. This, for some reason, this build, this 0 .4 ohm build was a little bit too intense on the noisy cricket and I wanted to put it on something where I could regulate the wattage a little bit and so I threw it on the Vapor Flask Classic uh, 22 millimeters you know what I mean it sits on there fine this has been a really great vape I did just drip didn't I didn't I just drip I think I just dripped let's have a toot good oh it's good and, and it's good and good and delicious so that's been a great setup. Next up is, uh, you know, that Axis Vapes M17. And, you know, I like this mod so much that I went online and I bought another one. 
I don't know. I just wanted to buy another one. This is a really, really effing cool mod. The battery life is the only sort of downside to it. If you watched Bro Trip 3 to Arizona for the Vape in the Sun event, I got about, let's see, what was that, 10.30 to about 2.30, I got about four solid hours of vaping at a very high wattage, and it got down to around 22%, and I could have probably gone another hour on it. So, essentially, this is like a five-hour battery, but... I'm willing to put up with that five hour battery because this device is so nice to look at and so nice to hold. And oh, it's got that clicky MyTech switch on it. This is the Tsunami RDA, which I know there's a lot of hype right now around the Tsunami RDA. Just riding that Tsunami RDA hype train. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I like the way it vapes. I like the deck. I like everything about it except dripping on it because I vape my cotton dry in this thing because it's so easy to do because of the airflow. And you can't just go through the drip tip and bleh, squeeze your juice in there. You have to take off the top and you have to kind of paint your juice on there. At least I do. If anybody has like a better, fancier way of wicking this, let me know, because I would love to get away from having to pop this top off every time, put this back on, line up the airflow, and then take a toot. Anyway, this is a .18 ohm coil, dual fuse clapped in, uh, 85 watts on a DNA 200 M17 from Axis Vapes. And like with everything in this vlog, pretty much, I'm going to be posting links in the description to damn near everything I talk about, uh, vaping caramelized bananas. Fuck, that's good. It's such a damn good vape. I might be taking all of this with me to Florida. Everything I talk about right now, I might be taking it with me to Florida. Now, one more thing on the Tsunami. I recently switched the drip tip to the straight drip tip rather than the conical drip tip because I kept getting a lot of spit back. And I'm like, I wonder if it's because of that conical design. Like, maybe there's condensation, and when I'm taking a drag, it's actually like running up the sides to my mouth? I don't know. Ever since I switched over to the straight drip tip on here, have not been getting any spit back at all. So third to last, I've been using this whiteout quite a bit recently, and it's not because I necessarily think it's like this amazing mod or anything like that. It's because it's really convenient. It's got a lipo on the inside. It's a DNA 200. I can use it for testing different atomizers and different tanks. I plug and take off a lot of stuff on this. Um, velocity on here, 0.12 ohms, so it's a low build. In fact, I actually built this for a series, or for a series, for a parallel box, but I don't know. I took it off the parallel box, and now I'm rocking it on DNA 200. Got it set to 98 watts. Um, the juice is Fuse, Fuse, Fizz, not Fuse, Fizz. So the guys over there at Synthetic Cloud, they have a juice line that's based around sodas. Like they have a strawberry soda, the lemon lime soda, which is this one. It's called Lima, and it's unbelievable. It's just so good. I could see a lot of people not really enjoying this juice, but 
I find it to be fascinating. It's sweet and citrusy and limey. It's a little bit of creamy and it's kind of, it feels a little fizzy, which is weird. It's just weird for my senses, but it's nice and sweet. Like I said, 0.12 ohm, 98 watts on the velocity. This has been just a really good vape. That juice though, it's just, it's so unique. I've never had a juice like this and I'm, there's plenty of lime juices out there, but for some reason this lime, it's not a bakery lime. I've had a lot of like key lime pie juices where it's like lime and sweetness and creamy and bakery and crusty. This one is a lime soda. It kind of reminds me of like Mountain Dew Just, like not the Red Rage whatever or the Blue Death or the Baja Blast or anything like that, just good old Mountain Dew. All right, so let's move this along. Second to last, no real surprises here. Noisy Cricket, I got it topped with the Dot Mod version 2. I threw a red cap on there because it looks cool it looks red and matchy kind of with that anarchist sticker on there right i think that looks cool and then the black and the red i don't know i just think it looks cool uh, i'm vaping strawberry circus and man the flavor on this dot mod on the petri version 2 is just delightful i like the petri so much more without the cloud cap and i think i've said this at least a thousand times but the stock dot mod airflow i love it I just love it for a nice, warm, intense, like flavorful vape. Oh, it's good. Oh, it is so good. You, you little combo, little red anarchist combo, without a doubt are coming with me to Florida. I'm not leaving home without my noisy cricket anymore. So last in the what I've been vaping segment, it's this uh, custom uh, Rouleau RX200 from Vaporways. It's cool, man. I just really like using it. I love the Joker. I'm rocking it with the Achilles right now on here, which I have been using a lot. This is still my first build in here. I've just been re-wicking it. I built these monster fused Claptons around a four millimeter post. They're huge. You can put big old wicks in there. It's just been... God, it's just been a really good vape. I have been, I got this in Arizona from Vapor Shark, actually. This is a smoked custard juice. And real quick, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna click over to the smoked custard website. So yeah, smoked custard by Smoky Labs in a 30 mil, it's 20 bucks. I'm just gonna read you this description because I find it interesting. Smoked custard by Smoky Labs is not just a custard. Are you listening? It's truly a smoked custard. This first release, apple and cherry wood is smoked for the perfect amount of time, giving it a characteristic that cannot be mistaken. Your taste buds better be ready for the ride of their life. They smoke the juice in a smoker. Not only is smoked custard DA and AP free, but after, after months of testing for smoke particulates, we are happy to announce that smoked custard has been tested negative. So they tested it for DA and AP, which is pretty standard, but they also tested it for phenosis, which is smoke particulates, found zero smoke particulates. It is a GD 
tasty custard juice. Todd, if you're watching this, I don't know if you watch my vlogs anymore, and I know you like custards, and I vaped that Grant's custard that you gave me. Try this smoked custard. If you can get it, I think that you will really, really like it. I actually like this more. I actually like this more than the Grant's vanilla custard. It's a really nice custard, and when they say smoky, it's not smoky. It's more like like caramelized sugar. Like, you know when you order a creme brulee, it has that layer of like glass-like sugar that's been torched and caramelized. That's the smoky characteristic I get out of this. It's kind of a coil killer in that my coils and wicks are just dark, dark brown right now after vaping through this, I mean, damn near the entire bottle. But the flavor on it, it's just so tasty. This is a 0.2 ohm build, 122 watts, 5.07 volts. It's great. And on this Achilles, the flavor, surprisingly good. I just love the airflow on this Achilles so much. And it's so big that it hangs out like two millimeters over the front of this Relo, over the front of this RX200 Relo. But I just like it. It's just a good vape. So yeah, that's so yeah, that's what I've been vaping. I had one thing I wanted to talk about before we get to the beer suction. Suction? Huh. Wow beer section someone emailed me recently and let me I, I gotta find it i'm sorry hang on okay yeah a guy named daniel wrote to me and said uh this happened to a guy in one group where i live he said he had the charger in his backpack with the batteries still in the charger please tell people that traveling with your batteries still in the charger is not a safe way to transport batteries yes and i am very very guilty of this. When I travel, I pack up my batteries into plastic cases. Obviously, that's the best way to do it. And sometimes, not often, but sometimes I've thrown two 18650s in my charger and then unplugged the charger and put the charger in my backpack. This guy's charger basically vent like it it burnt it like blew i don't want i hate using the term blew up but it kind of blew up inside of his backpack the picture looks pretty violent the guy posted it on facebook and said so this blew up in my freaking backpack unplugged purchased brand new yesterday has this happened to anyone destroyed my 200 backpack and a few other items plus two of the batteries Looks like it was an E-Fest charger. I'm not really sure. I don't know what can happen in there if your charger's unplugged, but your batteries are in it. Will it, can it discharge into the charger? Does, is that a thing that happens? If you know the answer to this, let me know in the description because I honestly have not run into this before. I've not come across this before and that is terrifying. I will now never travel with batteries in my charger, which I've done in the past. I've done it and I didn't think it was an, an issue. I didn't, I'm like, there's no way. I mean, this is this is perfectly fine. No, 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 no don't do it. So we've already covered a lot. We talked about California. We talked about Belgium. We talked about what I've been vaping, culture of clouds, uh, the battery charger. Before I, you know, I make this video run too long, I am 
thirsty. It's uh, rainy down here, and I feel like I need a nice, I need a nice little beer. So I'm gonna go over there. It's always over there, the beer section. Alright, so we're going to be tasting some beer from just one of my most favorite breweries in the known world, Modern Times. The beer we have tonight is their February release called Floating World. Mmm, tropical, otherworldly IPA. I love Modern Times. I like at least 80% of their beers, which I can't say for a lot of other breweries, but I do really like their beers. Their Black House and Mega Black House, their coffee stouts are some of the best I've ever had. In fact, they have a new one out right now called City of the Dead that I got to taste last week. Huh. Puh. It's just, wow. Like if you're a beer person, you are missing out by not getting some of this modern times beer. Anyway, clicking over to Beer Advocate, it's got a 90% score, which is pretty rad. Now, I'm not a huge fan of IPAs. There's a few IPAs I do really enjoy. There's one from Green Flash. I can't even remember the name of it. I do really like that IPA. I, I really like, you know, the pretentious IPAs, like... Pliny the Elder and Heady Topper and like pretentious IPAs. And I like my Ballast Point, like the Grapefruit Sculpin, I think is a nice IPA. Never been a really big IPA guy, but I'm going to be pouring in Modern Times beer into a Modern Times glass. This couldn't be going any better right now. This is the pinnacle of enjoyability. What? What am I even talking about? So this is going to be a light beer, obviously. I'm going to give it a heavy pour. Heavy pour. Heavy pour. Look at that. That is beautiful. It's like this beautiful golden amber color. It's got a nice, nice head on top of there. I'm going to have to drink through this like a man. Now, the way that they describe this, otherworldly, I don't know what that means, modern times, tropical IPA. So you kind of have an idea in your head of what a tropical IPA would taste like, right? So they go on to say, Floating World is an IPA predominantly featuring incredibly rare and delicious South African hops. After spending two years sourcing the super elusive J17 and Southern Passion hops for this unique IPA, we couldn't be more stoked with its profoundly tropical aroma and otherworldly tangerine kiwi flavors. A bone-dry malt body keeps the focus square on these superlative hops and their amazingly complex aroma and flavor. Wow, that is good. That is that is just that is just romantic. Yeah, you, uh, smells like beer. The aroma is that of beer. I got I got beer on my nose. I was trying to get all in there with my snout, and I I got beer on my nose. Enough beating around the bush. Let's cheers. Here's to you, everybody. Thanks for joining me. Let's uh, let's have some beer. That is an intense IPA. Super clean. Holy crap! Super clean. Uh, it's like it's like drinking a light beer. It's just once you swallow it, it's just clean and gone. Usually IPAs linger a little bit, but this one really clean. Not getting. Uh, I don't know, not getting many tropical notes from it. 
it does it tastes like an IPA. It's got that sort of uh pine tree hoppy sort of malty flavor. It's a little bit on the sweet side, not as sweet as some other IPAs I've had, but it's nice. It's easy to drink. Uh, it's very clean. It's nicely carbonated or effervescent. I was able to drink through the head like a man, just like a boss, like you can't even imagine. It's nice. It's tasty. I get that little like citrus to it. In fact, I'm going to pair that with this synthetic cloud fizz juice, the lima or lima. I don't know if it's lima or lima. Lima? Sure, it's lima. Let me make sure my coils are, in fact, wet, which they are. And I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to pair this with some oh, dripping beer. I mean beer. I mean liquids dripping. What am I doing? Let's, let's pair this. Come on, Nick. That's a great pairing. Oh, that's a great, great pairing. This Lima or Lima, I don't know what it's called, from Fizz. Just delicious with beer. Just delicious with this IPA. And last week, I had that great pairing with Donut Pounder and something else. But holy crap, man, this Fizz is better than that than that vape beer pairing was. Fizz, and I don't even remember the name of this. Floating World. Floating World and Fizz. It's just two Fs, floating world and fizz. It just goes so well together. Oh, so well together. Uh, yeah, that is great. That is a really good pairing. Good job, Nick. And good job there, Modern Times. You've released another really good beer that I want to drink a lot of. So there you go. That's... uh. I don't know, the beer segment. There's really no reason to drag this out. Oh, sorry. That was really bad. Drag this out longer than it needs to be. So, after we drink beer and we're all, you know, loosened up, let's get to some freaking shout-outs, man. It is shout-out time. <laughs> so here's what kind of a terrible person I am. A very, very nice dude on Facebook messaged me a while ago. I want to say it was like a month ago. And he said, hey, I have some art that I did. I would love to send it to you. Maybe you could hang it on your wall. And I was, he showed it to me. And I'm like, dude, that is really fucking cool. Sure. I mean, I would love to have that. Thank you so much. That's awesome. And since then, I got the art and I love it. And I'm wait. I'm just looking for a place to put it in my room. And I completely, completely lost all this guy's information. I didn't keep the box that he shipped this in with his name on it. I didn't keep his Facebook message. And look, I get, you know, again, I I, hate, I never want to brag. I, then believe me, this isn't bragging. I get dozens and dozens and dozens of email of, of Facebook messages every single day, every single day. And that little notification on Facebook's like 10, 14, 30, 12, 1, 20, just every day, constantly, constantly. And so even though he only messaged me a month ago, it could be just pages and pages down there. So if you're watching this, do you see this? Do you see how effing cool this is? This is canvas. It's printed on canvas. This is so freaking cool. I absolutely love it. 
And if you sent this to me, if you're watching this video going, hey, he's a dick, I did send him that, please, please email me, nick at grimgreen.com. Don't Facebook message me. I, I, every important Facebook message conversation I have, I'm trying to move it to email because then it's easier to keep track of stuff. Facebook is not a great communication tool. So if you did this, if you sent me this, please message me on uh, Facebook. No, don't message me on Facebook. Email me, nick at grimgreen.com, and I promise next week to give you proper, proper credit. But look how cool that is. That's awesome. I'm thinking about, I don't know. There's got to be somewhere back here, right? Should I take the Transformers down and put this and maybe that new Stormtrooper thing I got? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have enough room or whatever, but... That is rad. So I wanted to give him a shout out, but I don't remember him's name. So another shout out I want to do is for a fella named Chris. So Chris on Instagram, it goes by Vapor Vile. And I'll post a link down in the description to where you can follow him if you're so interested. But he makes custom hand-blown glass bottles that are dripper bottles that are for vaping. Look at this. Look at this. You can't even appreciate it unless you're here. It's a hand-blown glass bottle with like this green swirly thing and boom, look, childproof dripper bottle on top. I think that is so cool. The coolest one, unfortunately, arrived broken. In fact, the glass is still in the bottom of it. It arrived broken, but look how cool. It's like green and you can still see through it it looks like reptile scales glass dripper bottle on top and then he sent me this really weird shaped one it's flat on the bottom so it just sits there like a slug but it's got these two purple nubbiny bits on there or three purple nubbiny bits on there and it's just so oddly shaped but look at that it's a glass dripper bottle on top uh child proof nonetheless child proof that is so cool. These bottles are kick-ass. I would love, love to be able to like pack Namber Juice in these bottles, but unfortunately that's just, I mean, that's completely out of the realm of possibility. But you know what, Chris? Thank you. Consider yourself shouted out. These bottles are rad. I can't wait to start using them. It goes by Vapor Vial over there on the Instagram social media network. And I'm going to post a link in the description to his profile so you can follow him and check out some of his bottles. He posts bottles constantly every day even like videos of him using blow torches and blowing and stretching and coloring and oh it's just it's just kind of uh it's just kind of fascinating so moving forward from that i do have a shout out for a guy named cj so cj wrote to me very very recently about two days ago and said hey nick <laughs> Yes, you can use my name and info on Twitter and Instagram. He's at OC Vape Man. Uh, I know you will be at VCC Tampa, but the SoCal Vape Expo is that same weekend, and it seems like a great opportunity to spread the word and urge more people to call the governor and urge him to veto SBX 2-5. Yes, you are absolutely right. I do not. I honestly do not think that the general vape community realizes the impacts this is going to have on them personally, personally as well as industry-wide. Uh, though you and others have been telling us for months that this was going to happen, I looked at the exhibitor list and I only found Safada listed with no mention of CASA or notblowingsmoke.org. I know that they cannot possibly make it to every meet or convention. It is 
and it is up to the community as a whole to share information. But given the potential changes here in California, I was hoping they would be in attendance. And how man since it's anyhow man since it's in your hood, I was hoping you could mention the meat in your mod Monday video or ask those who are attending to spread the word and share info on how to go about calling and emailing the governor's office. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to share this information with anyone who reaches out to me. Absolutely. So sure, I'll post a link in the description to the SoCal Vape Convention. It's happening in San Diego the same exact weekend that VCC Tampa is happening. Um, I agreed to do VCC Tampa. I bought my plane ticket out there and that's where I'm going. And then they announced SoCal Vape uh, Convention. Unfortunately, I can't go to it. I can't attend. I can't imagine that they're going to let this convention happen in San Diego, in Southern California this weekend and not mention SBX 2-5. They're ha they, I guarantee you it will get talked about. I know for sure not blowing smoke might not be there in any sort of official capacity, but I know for sure Stefan lives in California. He for sure will be attending the meet. Like you said, Safada will be there as well. There will be something in place as far as uh, advocacy speaks or something, some way, the call or email and stuff like this. Of course, they're going to have advocacy there. And this is actually a really great event. I went last year and had just a really super fantastic time. And I'm going to post a link in the description where you can check it out if you're in the Southern California area. Three days, 18 hours, 31 minutes until the SoCal Vape Convention. Should be really good times. But uh, yeah, thank you. Definitely thank you, CJ, for sending that my way. Aloha State shout out. So this is a bit of a long one, which is fine. It's just um, it's just going to have to cut some off on the end. So thank you, Mr. David, for being selfish and taking up a long email. He starts this email off by saying, you may mention all of the following. I have zero shame and I'm proud of my story. First of all, thank you for your tireless advocacy Thank you for your tireless advocacy, passion, and hilarity that you add to my week on my life. Okay. Hi, Nick. Welcome to reading fucking emails. First of all, thank you for your tireless advocacy, passion, and hilarity that you add to my life on a weekly basis. You're very welcome. Secondly, I apologize for the following. It is pure mouth vomit from my mouth hole as I am writing this in one shot. Here goes. I appreciate a shout out for this dude right here. Johnny. Hey. Johnny is the younger brother of one of my best friends and knew him from a few years. David, what are you doing to me here? I started working with him at the beginning of 2015 and he had this merce that he carried with him everywhere containing all of his vape essentials. I, at the time, was still dabbling with cigarettes and being a smoker for 10 solid years at almost a pack and a half a day. I found it hard to kick the habit. John started to let me sample some of the flavors of the juice bar he basically had with him wherever he went and hooked and he hooked me. <clears throat> he basically set me up with my first solid tank, a mod, a Snowwolf 200 watt and an Aspire Triton. Not bad. I mean, that, that's a rockin' setup. From that day, he answered 
any questions I had regarding PG or VG, advocacy, battery safety, etc. He also turned me on to a pretty rad YouTube vaping advocate and reviewer, Nick Green, aka Grim Green, aka Grim Daddy Green, aka because Star Wars. Sure, I've never gone by Grim Daddy Green. That sounds kind of creepy. I can't thank him enough. I myself am a single father of a three-year-old boy that I want to be around for as long as I can. I don't think John realizes how much he has affected my life in such a rad and positive way. From setting me up with my first mod and constantly introducing me to new juice lines and talking about the last review you had or your upcoming vlog, Thursdays, I can say, are our favorite days. I apologize for the lengthy message and my scattered thoughts, but I know one thing. I'm extremely thankful for John. He's not only affected my life, but the life of my sons. John A, love you like a little brother you are to me. Thank you for, again, taking the time out of your busy schedule to read this ridiculously scattered message, but keep up the good work. May the vape force of a thousand stormtroopers keep amazing metal surrounding your eardrums and phenomenal beer in your tulip glass, Dave. Absolutely, Dave and John A, you guys are both... Shout it out. That's very cool. You know, when you're a vapor, you feel, you know, like a born again. You know what I mean? You want to proselytize to everybody. You want to tell people about vaping. You know, you carry around your vape stuff and constantly, I constantly uh, on the streets, out in public, anywhere get asked about vaping and I am pumped like I'm excited to tell people about it when you know this is a perfect example of my hair what 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 would I call him hair guy barber yeah there's a name for that it's called a fucking barber my barber's a super cool dude he's like an old school punk rock guy just a chain smoker I've been getting him some vape stuff and vape stuff and vape stuff and I really want him to vape and you know I get excited when he's like yeah you know I, I vaped like all week and didn't have any cigarettes and I'm like dude that's that's fucking awesome so yeah as a vapor you you want to tell people about vaping you want to tell people about vaping so before this runs too long let me do one last shout out mr larry uh larry writes to me and says nick i'm 32 from kentucky and i really love your videos about two years ago my father got kidney cancer and decided to stop smoking after 50 years i thought i should quit too after 17 years of smoking and we both found vaping together this is when i found your videos on youtube i'm just getting into building and mods and and I value your opinion. Thanks for what you do for the vaping community. Can I get a shout out? And as always, let's keep on vaping. Vaping, P.S. I got an e-box before your review and now my pocket is wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. Yeah it is. Absolutely, Larry, you are shouted out. I apologize about your wet pocket and the knee box. You know, I saw a series of videos I bet I could look through my YouTube history and find it, but it was one guy in a vape shop doing all sorts of crazy science on the any box he was using different o-rings and uh, you know inside the knee box and like around the knee box and he's like this is how i not you know i've got it to not leak for a while and then you know, it starts leaking and blah, blah 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 i uh i think hanger needs to get rid of the any box and release the any box version two and have it actually work uh their o-ring method is questionable on that thing but absolutely larry i apologize about your wet pocket but absolutely consider yourself shouted out so shout outs are done what do we do after shout outs what do we do after shout outs answer me what do we do after shout outs that's right it's first impressions time 
still heavily, heavily digging this Digiret. I am absolutely going to take this with me on the plane to Florida. I uh, am just going to try to stealth vape in the bathrooms, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I have such a long flight to Florida. It's ridiculous. For some reason, American Airlines, the cheapest flight I could get is a layover in Chicago. So you know what the United States looks like, right? Going from San Diego, California to Florida through Texas kind of makes sense, but I'm going to go up to Illinois, three-hour flight to Chicago, then another three-hour flight down to Florida. <sighs> I'm just not excited about it. But anyway, Digiret, still still going strong. I have a surprising... Uh, s- whoops. Stay up. Stay up. I have a couple first impressions to do right now. Um, I guess the first one is going to be this guy. Now, this is a tank that... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm actually ever going to review this tank. Where's my juice? Now, this comes from SenseTech. And SenseTech, of course, released the Heracles and the Heracles Plus and then the Heracles version 2. They also released the Mermaid. Well, this is, you guessed it, the Mermaid Plus. And it is, from top to bottom, a Heracles Plus. (laughs) It's a Heracles Plus without the top airflow. So, remember back in my Heracles and Heracles version 2 video, I was talking about how I wish I could take the best parts from both of these tanks and make them into one tank? It's that tank. It's the Heracles Plus without the top airflow. It's got the exact same top fill system. It's got the exact same juice control system. It's got the exact same airflow. It's got the exact same coil heads. I really like the Sense coil heads. I think they are making the best coil heads in the vape industry right now. They're just wonderful. This is a 0.45.45. What am I doing? 0.4. There's not even a four in this. Why do I keep saying four? 0.59 ohm coil. I have it set to 50 watts. I mean, I do have it set to 50 watts. Now, 50 watts at 4 point... Oh, come on, Nick. Come on. There's no fours anywhere. 50 watts, 5 volts, 0.59 ohms resistance. Good Lord. Can we vape it now? The coil heads that Sense makes just perform really well. The flavor I'm getting is really, really nice. This is, what juice is this? Golden Ticket, which, (sighs) Golden Ticket is a chocolate juice that has a slight undertone of vomit to it. I know. It's sweet right away, but it tastes like you cleaned up barf with paper towels. Like, it's got a paper towel barf flavor to it that, you know, once you taste something weird in juice, I can never, 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 never untaste it, and that's what I taste. I don't know why. I just keep vaping it because, I don't know, it's like an okay chocolate flavor, but it's got this barfy undertone. But, yeah... I don't think I'm ever going to redo a review for this. You want my review for this Mermaid Plus? It's exactly like the Heracles Plus, just minus the top airflow. Done. It's the same freaking tank, except it says Mermaid Plus. It's a great tank. It's a 
it's a fantastic tank. I like the airflow and I like the coil heads a lot. But does the world need another sub home tank? Does the world need another RDA? Does the world need another box mod with a button on it? I don't know. God, I've got so jaded over the last seven years and people people keep calling me on it and they're like, nah, you really you you're bleh, you're just angry and meh. And you know what? A lot of it is I don't mean to go on a rant here, but I've been vaping for seven years, and I've seen seven years worth of mods and atomizers and tanks. <laughs> it's ridiculous to me that since released this Mermaid tank, this Mermaid Plus, it's a great tank, man. They could get rid of all the other tanks they sell and sell this tank, and that would be like their tank, and it's a good tank. I get really sick of the China upgrade game. I get really sick of no inspiration in, in vaping products. Like, admittedly, 2016 has been a pretty crummy fucking year for new vape stuff. Am I wrong? I mean, with the exception of maybe the Axis Vapes M17, which that might have come out in 2015, I don't know. That's really the only thing that has wowed me this entire year. And it's just a LiPo DNA 200. That's it. It's just a LiPo DNA 200. So far we've had what? What new atomizers? Yeah, there's that new goon, the blue-eyed goon. I'd love to try that. That kind of could be exciting, but I don't know. You know, it's like one thing gets popular and then everybody else tries to copy that thing. Like the Velocity came out with the Velocity style deck. Now that's a generic term, Velocity style deck. So you see, like dozens more RDAs coming out. It's like, oh, we have a velocity style deck. We have a velocity style deck. We have a velocity style deck and bottom airflow. Well, we have a velocity style deck and bottom and middle airflow. Well, we have a velocity style deck with bottom, middle, and top airflow. And it comes with a, a silicone ring that you put on it. And, 2016 has been a little bit of a letdown so far with vape gear. Am I wrong here? I mean, the Twisted Messes 2 is pretty cool. I like it a lot. Dot mod version two, it's the dot mod Petri. So I've liked the past version. So this new version doesn't bring a whole lot new to the table, but it's good. I mean, it's, it's a great RDA, but it's nothing like exciting. The Achilles, this, this RDA is pretty rad. I mean, I'm pretty excited about this RDA. I really like using it. This Digiret has been one of the few things that has really, really excited me this year. And it's a closed tank system. It's a closed tank system, but at least it's stylized. I don't know. I'm not trying to go on any sort of rant here, but I'm hoping that 2016 for vaping gear gets a whole hell of a lot cooler. So that was the Mermaid Plus tank. Thank you for sitting through that rant. What I want to talk about now are these two products. So these are box mods from China. This is the V Park uh, 150 and the V Park 80. As you might have assumed, the big one takes two 18650s and does 150 watts. The small one takes one 18650 and does 80 watts. Both do temperature control. I actually enjoy these devices because the interface on them super nice. That display. Nice to look at, 
reminds me of the Evic VT a little bit. It's got temperature, watts, your resistance, and your battery life. There's no menus. There's no menus. And that just makes me so happy. Super clicky button. This, seems, this thing seems to fire right away. You know how on some mods, there's like a pause like on that stupid fucking Kanger 200 watt double eighteen six fifty hunk of crap, it's like a three second pause. With this, it's like a negative pause. It like starts firing like before you press the button. It's just so it's just so like right there, and then it keeps going after you let go for like a split second, for like a fraction of a second. You can it just and the only way I can tell that is because it feels slightly different than other regulated mods I've tried. You know, you get used to like, I've been using the Vapor Flask a lot or the Axis M17 a lot. You get to know when you press the button and then it fires and then you let go and that's when it's done. This like caught me off guard because it fires right away and then it just goes for like a split second longer. Anyway, it comes with this tank which does have a very, very nice vape to it. This is some, what's in here? Five Pawns, which I can't believe I've never tried before. Five Pawns, Gambit, which is like their apple pie sort of flavor. Anyway, I'm getting a really great, just really great vape from this. Did you hear it go for like another split second? That's a thing that happens. This tank is great. You unscrew the top to fill it. There's no juice flow control. You just fill it up. Now, it's kind of like the Evic VT. There's like a little toggle on top. And you're not going to be able to see this until I do like some sort of uppy closey. But there's a little toggle back and forth, spring-loaded toggle back and forth on top. When it's on, you press the button to fire it. You can spin this dial to off. And it clicks into place. And then it's off. That is kind of cool. On. Click it into place off click it into place oh but what if you want to adjust your wattage well you flip this dial to the w there's four positions on it and now there's a little square around your wattage and you use this toggle to go up 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 down 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 up you can hold it hold it hold it hold it down hold it down okay let's get back to where we were i don't remember exactly where i was on here let's try like 48 watts sure and you can leave it on wattage and vape, or you can flip it back to on, and now it's just on, and you can't adjust anything. Your wattage is locked, your temperature is locked, and then you just press the button and vape. This, this has surprised me. Okay, I just went on a rant about how nothing's original, but this little dial on here has made all of the difference. Being able to just click it like an old-style TV to off, click it to on, click it to temperature, and now there's a little square around your temperature, and you adjust your temperature up and down, and you leave it in temperature mode. And if you wanna, if you're at 460 degrees, but you want your wattage at 30 watts, you can do that. You can turn your wattage all the way down, flip it back to temperature, flip it back to on, and if it's on and you've set your temperature and there's not temperature sensing coils in here, your temperature will just disappear, kinda like on the DNA 200. I've been excited about this, man. This has been something that uh, has been, you know, a pleasant surprise. Same thing goes for the V-Park TC 70 watt. Did I say 80 watts earlier? I meant to say 70 watts. Same thing. Clicky button. 
one 18650. There's a little notch here to pull this battery housing open. Sub ohm cell in there. Close it. Close it. Boots up, and you're ready to vape. So this atomizer is 0.33 ohms. This is the uh, ever so wonderful Mew tank filled with Yig juice. Uh, 61 watts, 0.33 ohms. Uh, the battery is at 100%, and I am just gonna vape. And I kind of have, I kind of have a little bit of a soft spot in me for single 18650, like 70 to 80 watt devices. I just, they're small and nice, and I leave the house a lot. I mean, going grocery shopping, going to rock shows, going to the post office, I leave my house a lot. And it's nice to be able to just grab a small little thing that can fit in your pocket with a tank and just vape it, you know, when you're driving or around town. And it's it's nice to have a nice little thing and you're not carrying like a big bulky, you know, triple 18650 RX200 Relo. I like having kind of like a little thing. And this has that same dial off on and it clicks it clicks into place god it's just so fucking satisfying but this this has been a fantastic vape oh it's good oh it's so good so good it's so so good you know what i would love 2016 to be the year that u.s consumers are not beta testers for chinese products i want end products to be reaching the states instead of you know oh this is the tc 60 watt box version one and then like two weeks later we go oh well we heard about the rattly buttons and the non-loaded non-spring loaded 510 so here's the super 70 watt tc box version 1.3 and we fixed all those issues and then we'll find more issues with it and go oh no here's the one point Five, we fixed all the issues that are with it. I hate feeling like a beta tester for Chinese products. And it's not just me. It's uh, it's everybody. We're all beta testers for Chinese products. Last first impression. I'm fa I apologize. I'm really not in a foul mood right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lighten up a little bit. Come on. Pull yourself together, Nick. Pull yourself out of this phone. Have some floating world. That'll cheer you up. God, that is a delicious beer. It's really good. It's really, really growing on me, man. So, moving forward from that, the last first impression that I have this week, that's really bizarre. I generally have a couple more first impressions, but what are you going to do? I'll have plenty of first impressions, hopefully after uh, both Tampa and uh, Southern, Southern South Carolina. So, last thing I have to talk about is this guy. Now, this is the good fella from Man Made Mods. This is a Fully mechanical, dual parallel, unregulated 18650 tube. And when I first got it, I was like, that is a bigger noisy cricket. It's the same, you know, shape. It's that ovally shape, right? Button on top, button on top. After using this for like two days straight, I picked up my noisy cricket and I was like, what is this? This is this little toy? What is this little thing? This is a, just a little thing. I'm used to holding like this bigger, much beefier stainless steel and copper unregulated device. So what's interesting about this is I don't have an atomizer to go on here right now because I am a terrible, terrible person. What can go on here? The velocity. The velocity can go on here and I'm going to put it on here. But it's got this sort of recessed... 510. I'm going to zoom in so you can see this a little bit better. 
you see this 510 connection on here sort of recessed down in there and you can see the threading from the switch and the switch has a long travel all the way down to make that contact down there and I've taken this apart and looked at the contacts and they look relatively easy to clean but you can see that it's a little spring-loaded 510 right there and it's set down and I was worried you know I was worried looking at this going Ugh, what if your airflow ends up like in this corner and then it's gonna cut off your airflow but what I noticed is it's machined slightly wider than the atomizer and the velocity is a perfect example to put on here oh shit you can see the refresh rate on my monitor sorry the velocity is a perfect example to put on here because one of the airflow slots is facing out and one of the airflow slots is back here and when I drag on it the airflow feels perfect and I don't know if you can see this on camera but it's machined let me get it in focus it's machined slightly wider and then there's a hole back here as well so air can go in this way and then to your to your airflow slot in fact that airflow slot is right here it's right up against the butt of this right here but the airflow feels fine I have had no issue with airflow on this the only issue that I've run into so far is condensation so when I vape I like to blow out sometimes and then take a drag in when you blow out that blowing out of vapor causes condensation and I've been getting condensation in here like in and behind the atomizer and so when I unscrewed my velocity last time it was all gooey with juice all along the bottom and this whole housing in here was all kind of gooey with juice because of that condensation in there like I said the switch it's got a big travel but you can see me pressing it right there fires nice fires every time and uh, yeah it's been a pretty rockin' vape. I haven't built this low in a while because of, you know, regulated mods and such and noisy cricket, and I find myself building like 0 .3, 0 .4. This is a 0 .12 on here, and on a dual parallel, this is what I used to love about dual parallel unregulated box mods was building that 0 .12, 0 .11 dual coil and just letting it rip. And it's good. Pardon me hits nice and hard man just really nice and hard and the overall construction on it super tough super beefy like with all my first impressions I'm gonna spend some more time with this with those V parks probably with that mermaid plus tank but especially with this I'm interested as to why this airflow doesn't feel constricted at all like it feels like perfect velocity airflow I have the top holes closed off just the slots open and I'm getting perfectly even airflow even though the slots is up against one of the walls of that atomizer holder thing I don't know I don't get it all I know is it's working and it's working well now I had one other slight concern with this that eh, we'll see where we go with that so the way that you have to take your batteries out of here is kind of like, what mod was that from VHO or that one that was with a bullet? I don't even remember the names of some of these mods. You have to use a flathead screwdriver. 
Take a flathead screwdriver, unscrew the bottoms. There's two screws in the bottom, unscrew the bottom. And then this, eventually, if I knew how far to go, let's give it one more turn, one more turn, slides off. This little thing slides off, and then that's how your battery's going. And yes, these are wrapped batteries. I use clear wraps, and they're marked with, uh, you know, Dexter-style blood splats on them. All clean on the inside. Now, is this, yeah, this is stainless steel. Is this aluminum or stainless steel? I feel like it's stainless steel. I mean, it's heavy enough to be stainless steel, but now that the batteries are out of it, I kind of feel like it's aluminum. Anyway, I'm gonna post a link in the description to manmademods.com where you can check this out. This is a pricey mod, so obviously, yeah, I'm gonna be putting it through its freaking paces to make sure that, uh, see if it's actually something I'd be, you know, I'd, I'd wanna buy. So, batteries go in both positive side up, then you slide this part on, and then you have to use a flathead screwdriver and screw these little screws back down to make a contact until they're oh, snug. That one's snug, and then this one, that's snug as well. Now, I'm always a little bit skeptical, I guess, of, or I don't know, worried about mods that don't have some sort of quick release feature for the batteries. So. In the extremely unlikely event of some sort of catastrophic battery failure, how easy are you going to be able to get these batteries out of here? And people keep telling me, well, why do you take your batteries out? Just leave them in the mod. No. Mods will possibly build up pressure if the vent holes aren't drilled correctly. You want to get those batteries out of your mod. Ten times out of ten, what I do is I get them out and I put them in a ceramic coffee cup or I put them in my stainless steel sink. Be sure not to let them go down the garbage disposal, put them in the sink or put them somewhere. Put them away from your mod and away from where they can touch any sort of metal. I guess a stainless steel sink would probably be a bad idea in retrospect. But yeah, I always want to get my batteries out of my mod. Let me know. Should we leave should we be leaving our batteries in the mod if they start uh, if they start venting and just get the mod away from yourself? I've always operated under the impression that you want to get the batteries out of there away from whatever could possibly be uh, hard shorting them. So that good fella, man-made mods. I'm going to put it through its paces. I actually have one last first impression that literally like just came in. So yeah, it's night here, and uh, all day I was looking for packages in my apartment complex, and uh, suddenly, just whatever time of the night it is here, there was a package outside the door. Uh, USPS already came fucking hours ago. I don't know if this was FedEx or DHL, but they just left it by my door. So you know what? When a mod arrives in the middle of the vlog, then yeah, you're going to get to see a first impressions of it. Right here. This is the Joytech AIO. <laughs> Why? Why, Joytech? Why? AIO. The Joytech AIO. That's what I'm going to call it instead of the Joytech AIO. 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 Joytech AIO. All in one style. So this is obviously their newest uh, version of the Ego 1, but this is incorporating the coil heads and the airflow system from the Cubis. Remember that tank, the Cubis, with the awful, 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 awful rebuildable atomizer base? This is that. It's these coil heads that are screwed onto this, and you adjust airflow the same way, and prime the coil heads. I'm just going to plug this coil head on here. 
Make sure it's snug, and you have to use the drip tip to screw it down because the airflow adjustment just spins freely. It just spins and doesn't stop. It doesn't lock into fully open or lock into fully closed. There's a little marker on top that you line up the two dots and you go, that's fully open. And then the opposite of that would be fully closed, I guess. They say this is for mouth to lung. I'm not sure. All I know is that I'm going to use some 50-50 juice in here, and uh, what I'm going to be using is Boilermaker Vice, which I have never tried before, believe it or not. So this is a watermelon honeydew lychee pomegranate. Sure, why not? Why not lemon, lemon? Why not watermelon honeydew peachy lychee pomegranate as well? Now, this is the battery. In fact, oh, it says Joytech. Oh, Joytech Ego AIO. AIO. Now there are don't fill past this line marks on here, right? I don't see any. Time for some instructions. Oh, okay, the mark is the graphic. So it's interesting. I mean, it looks cool. That looks cool. The white and the black. The top of where this black meets the glass right here, that's as high as you can fill it. And they are really trying to go TPD compliant on this. They even put on the box... Two mil tank, childproof, leak proof. Joytech, allow me to drop some knowledge on you, son. Just because you put that it's leak proof and childproof on the box doesn't necessarily mean that it's leak proof and childproof, okay? Let's just clear that up right now. So it's not leak proof. I know without even using it that it's not leak proof because you can easily fill this up a couple drops too full and it'll leak. That is user error. That doesn't mean that it's leak proof. That means that it's, I don't know, leak resistant. Ooh, I'm getting full here. This is a small tank. This is a tiny little two mil tank. We're going to put this in here like this. And like I said, you have to screw this on using the drip tip, which is kind of weird because the drip tip's just held in there by O-rings. I'm nervous about this. So yeah, that airflow just spins. Let's get it fully open for right now. Let's not try any mouth to lungs. That's fully open? Hmm. Fully open is a very, very tight. I wonder if they want this to be a mouth to lung type of situation. Okay, well, let's, I'm going to close this down all the way. I'm going to do some dry puffs. I'm not going to press the button. I'm just going to try to get some juice into that coil head. When you press the button, it lights up. Not just lights up, the tank on the inside lights up. Oh, you can't appreciate this unless I turn off all my lights. I should turn off all my lights. No, you may not be able to see me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's purple. Uh, but I assure you I'm here. Look, look through here. Do you see the entire tank lighting up? Oh, that is so cool. Oh, that is so cool. That is so cool. And this actually vapes really... <laughs> really well mouth to lung bro mouth to lung i'm gonna turn the airflow off all the way mouth to lung
Oh my gosh. This is an amazing mouth-to-lung experience. I can't even believe this right now. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Wow. Seriously. Seriously, wow. What is this? Six milligram? Yeah, so this is six milligram. 50-50 PGVG. It's wicking well. And it's mouth-to-lung, dude. This is a really freaking great mouth-to-lung experience I'm having right now, and it looks cool af. I love the way this looks. I love the lights on the bottom. The lights lighting up the whole tank, you can't appreciate it unless you see it in person, but like the rim of your liquid lights up. Like the rim, like the top surface tension of your liquid lights up. Like the light itself is blue, but this juice is yellow, so it has like this green, like neon green glow to it. So cool, dude. So cool. Thank you. Thank you, Joytech, for impressing me on an otherwise cranky day. So, literally with this, I'm going to spend way more time with it. I'm going to go mouth to lung crazy with it. I'm excited. I kind of want to bring this. I kind of want to bring this to Florida, too. Just for the plane. Just for the plane. I'm assuming it's five on, five off. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it blinks and it's off. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, Joytech, what are you doing now? Don't let me down. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, now it's on. Now it's on. Whew. Mouth to lung. Thank you, Joytech. Thank you. That is... <laughs> I'm stoked. This is cool. I might cut this out as a separate first impressions for the, uh, you know, for a fuck it Friday video or something like that. This is really cool. Thank you, Joytech. I'm impressed by that. I'm impressed by that. Right now, I'm impressed by that. But like with all my first impressions, I'm going to spend way more time with it. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this vlog now. Uh, we're going to do favorite comments of the week. And then we're going to announce the giveaway winner of which there were so many, so many great entries. But right now, favorite comment of the week. Wait, nope, nope. What we're going to do first before we get to favorite comment of the week and announce the giveaway winner is a review for things that never got reviews. Don't worry, it's gonna be short. Reviews for things that never got reviews. So what we're gonna be talking about this week as far as review for things that never got reviewed is the Boxer. Now, there are a couple of Boxer mods out there, but this one is, I don't know, it just says Boxer. I have a website for it, actually. This comes from basecomtech.com which is Hugo Vapor. Anyway, they have the Boxer 80 watt. And, oh man, I mean, just go click over on the website. When I first saw this device, I just loved it. Like, they sent me an email, and they're like, hey, review this. And I'm like, don't boss me around, Hugo Vapor. You know, you're not the boss of me or whatever. I'm just joking. They didn't demand that I review it. But they said, hey, do you want to review this? And I'm looking at the pictures, and I'm like, dude, that looks cool. The white with the black, the green with the white, that just looks cool. They come in so many colors. Now, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot review this, and I'm going to tell you why, and I can't recommend it, and I'm going to tell you why, and it's such a bummer because the size of this is amazing. This is aluminum, so it's light. It's nice and light. It's about the same exact dimensions as the cuboid from Joytech, which I'm going to be reviewing next week. Great, great size, 
super comfortable to hold. It's got a nice big LED display on the front, up down buttons on the bottom, and a big, like what I would say, arcade style button. It's a big, rounded, clicky, clicky button. Dual 18650s does a maximum of 80 watts. It does temperature control with nickel and titanium, if that's what you're into. Let me pop two batteries on here. Dual 18650. So it's the same size. Look at that. It looks, I mean, the screen looks damn near identical to the DNA 200, but it is not a DNA 200. It's their own weird board that is designed to look like the DNA 200. Now, the back is just held on by magnets. It's a little door with a stopper on the bottom. Fucking magnets. How do they work? Door fits on there great. Everything fits on there great. The feel of it is just so nice. The button on it is just so nice. So yeah, uh, watt mode. There we go. Check atomizer. Check atomizer. Check atomizer. Now, I'm actually literally scared to try something on here. So... Here's what happened. Here's what happened in the world of Groom Green with this device. Because I was using it, and I was using it, and it was great, and it was great, and it was great. And then all of a sudden, it was not great. I pushed the button to vape. I let go of the button from vaping, and it just kept firing. I'm looking at it. The button's not stuck. It's just a little tactile button. The button is not, not stuck. It's just continuously, continuously firing. So I'm gonna put this Dot Mod Petri version two on here. Oh, and that just looks so cool. Like I wanna use that so bad. Uh, new coil up. Yes, this is a new coil. So, okay, so it seems to be, uh, hmm, seems to be working. I have it set to 48.5 watts, which is really low for this build. It's a 0.42 ohm build. It's gonna give me 4.7 volts. Let's vape on it at a very low wattage. Shut off. It shut off that time. It shut off. Why the hell are you suddenly working? Okay, let's crank the wattage up. Let's crank the wattage up. So this happened uh, three times in a row. So... I was vaping, oops, I'm turning the wattage down. I was vaping and vaping and vaping, and then the last toot I took, it just kept firing, and I'm like tapping the button like, are you stuck, are you stuck? So I open the back and I pop the batteries out. Batteries, I pop the batteries out, shuts it off. So I'm like, huh, well that was weird, but it could have been a fluke. So put the batteries back in, booted it back up, everything seems to be working normally, put an atomizer back on, Took one drag, same thing happened again. So I popped the back off and I popped the batteries out. And I go, ah, come on, boxer, come on. Like, you are so cool, just come on. So, put the batteries back in, carefully. Put the back back on, put a different tank on there. I'm thinking, might have been the resistance, might have been too low, I don't know. Maybe that caused it to like short and freak out. Did it a third time in a row and I went, nope. I am not using this anymore. It is wicked dangerous. It just keeps firing and keeps firing and keeps firing. And every time I boot it up, looks like it's gonna be normal. No, just keeps firing, keeps firing, keeps firing. So let's turn this wattage up. Let's turn this up to, I don't know, 71 watts. That's gonna give me 5.7 volts on a 0.42 ohm coil. 
and now it's suddenly working fine. Why? Why, Boxer? What did you do? Why are you suddenly working fine? It did it three times in a row, and I tried to reach back out and say, hey, this is broken. I might need a new one for review. The button seems to be broken or the switch is broken on the inside. No responses. No responses for like a solid month. So I just went fine. I'm just, I mean, what am I going to do? Am I going to review it and say that it's broken or what? Like what's going to happen? So while I'm waiting to hear back from Hugo Vapor, like, you know, a week, two weeks passes. That's it. This is past its prime. I know that it's broken. The vendor's not getting back to me. I'm not going to review it. It's just. I mean, what am I going to do? Go on YouTube for one video and just go, yeah, it's a pretty cool mod, except mine broke and the vendor won't get back to me. Thanks. That would have been pretty much the whole video. But right now, it's actually pissing me off that it's working correctly. Son of a bitch. I wonder if it was the uh, resistance. I wonder if I was too low of a resistance. Let's try and get something low on here. Let's try and get something low on here. Let's try this velocity out because I know this is low. This is like a 0.12 and now it's on the ground. So this is a 0.16. So let's turn this up to like, uh, I don't know, 100 watts. Oh no, that's right. It can only go 80 watts. That's right. 80 watts. 80 watts. It's working fine now. You stupid boxer. It's working fine now, and that is actually upsetting me more than when I thought it was broken. I'm not joking. I'm not fucking around here. Like, it happened three times in a row in succession, and it scared me enough to the point where I didn't feel comfortable using it, and I emailed the vendor and said, hey, this is broken. I got no response back. Try it again. No response back. A month goes by. I'm still looking at it going, I know it's broken. I don't want to put a review up on YouTube for something that I can't even vape right? That's dumb. That's dumb. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to throw it in my next reviews for things that never got reviewed. And then I can explain everything that had happened between the boxer and the, the this, the that, and the vendor not getting back to me and this, that, and the other. And now suddenly, fuck, the boxer's working fine. Yes, it's a new coil. Fuck, it's working fine. I never thought I would be upset for a box mod working fine, but when it works fine, the boxer is freaking awesome. And it comes in a rainbow of freaking colors. The yellow and white looks awesome. The red and white looks awesome. They gave me black on black, which is cool, but the black on white, oh, that looks cool. Even the stainless steel looks cool. Now, I don't know on their website how much these cost. Like they say the minimum, this is for wholesale. So they say the minimum order is 50 pieces and I cannot find Boxer 80 watt. Maybe I can Google search for that. Maybe I can use my Google Foo. No, that same thing comes up. Okay, so this vendor comes up. Focal e-cig, $64. And that's right, it comes with a tank. It comes with the Medusa tank in white. I don't know why my black mod came with a white tank, but it comes with the Medusa tank in white, which is in actuality a rebranded uh, Aspire Triton tank. It, I mean, it is an Aspire Triton tank. It's the exact same tank. They just OEM'd it. They rebranded it. It comes with the tank. It's 64 bucks. It's 80 watts. It's dual 18650s. It's temp control. It's a fake DNA 200. I really loved this thing. 
and I'm scared of it because it failed on me three times in a row. It just kept firing and kept firing and kept firing, and now I'm actually upset that it's working, but fuck it, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. It's the Boxer from uh, Hugo Vapor. I'm going to post a link in the description to Hugo Vapor as well as Focal eSig, which I've never purchased from, so I can't vouch for them, their customer service, or their shipping, or anything like that. But there you go. Oh, they do wholesale too. One unit, $64. Four units, $61. So, shit, I don't know. Go in on a group buy or something. It's cool. It's a cool-ass mod that scared me to death because it failed on me three times. And now it's working just just perfect. Just great. If I would have known that, I would have been using this much longer. I would have been using this for the last month. Anyway, that's the boxer. I'm going to post some links down in the description where you can check it out if you're interested. It's cool, man. When it works, it's really, really cool. But uh, yeah, so now, now we're going to do favorite comments of the week and announce the winner. Okay, let's get to this. Let's get to this, uh, my favorite comments of the week. And now I only had two this week. No more uh, boring and, but still two pretty quality comments, I feel. The first one, uh, the first one came from Me- Mead Hat Yunhan, and it simply said, fuck you. Okay. Okay, that's fine. I can live with that. Second comment of the week came from... Neom, and he wrote, I don't remember what video he left this on. As usual, I don't remember what video he left this on, but he wrote, using an e-cig is better than walking around with this giant douche stick thinking you're the dog's bollocks. Stop bitching. You should be using an e-cig or vape stick to stop smoking, not to look cool. Stop being a douche and quit your bitching. Oh, I'm assuming, I don't know, I, 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 for some reason, I think that was on the Vapor Giant video. The Vapor Giant video still is like a plethora of just asshole, douchebag, scumbag comments. Oh, vape stick. The fact that he even used the term vape stick uh, shows me that he knows nothing about vaping or the vape culture or the vaping community. (laughs) That's amazing. And so some people have suggested, so those are my two, you know, ah, funny scumbag, you know, comments of the week. But some people have suggested, well, why don't you, you know, use comments that are good, that are good and helpful comments. And I thought, huh, I think I'm going to do that. So my third and final favorite comment of the week comes from Fog Hunters on YouTube regarding the TPD in the EU. And he writes, so, word around, so words around that some EU countries will also push for a max 15-watt device in addition to two mil tanks. This gets me and many of my fab- fellow hobby vapors pondering. Is the government going to equip police with potentiometers and laboratory vials so that they can test random vapors gear on the street? I hardly doubt that. Contemplating on these stupid as funk regulations that these pea-brained clueless sods of politicians are pushing out just gives me brain cancer. 
What is the point? Basically, it's just a measure to try to kill vaping so big big tobacco can do whatever they want as they've always done. Absolutely very well said, Fog Hunters. And it it does make you think. If some countries are pushing for a max 15-watt device in addition to two mil tanks, how do they know? Like, how do they know? I get it that the shops, yeah, they might not be able to sell more than a two mil tank, but is there going to be a sting where SWAT sort of like raids a vape shop and breaks out the calipers and starts like measuring the tanks? Like, how does that, how is that even going to work putting a 15 watt limit on a device and a two mil limit on the tank? Like, how does that, and the leak-proof thing, that's the thing that boggles my mind. Are, you know, are they just going to walk around the vape police and look at your tank and go, hmm, this looks leak-proof. I'm not a vapor, so I don't know how tanks work. It looks leak-proof. It's not leaking anywhere. I can shake it, and it's not leaking. Okay, sir, you can go on your way. I thought from a distance that your tank might might be leaking, but I can see now up close that you're following the TPD standards for vaping equipment in Europe, and your tank is not leaking. How, how are they going to enforce this? How are they going to enforce this? Just makes you think. Very good. Thank you, Fog Hunters, for that. And you know what? I'm going to be including some positive comments as well as you know hilarious dumb freaking moron comments on there as well but the occasional good nice comment is always uh, always a little bit uplifting so let's announce this giveaway winner i ran a giveaway for you know an atomizer and a mod and uh what else was in there an easy dripper bottle yep i've got it all packed up it's ready to go it just needs a shipping label and holy crap there was so many good entries, like so many good entries. It came to the point where I was looking forward to people's entries. Like sometimes with a giveaway, your inbox will just explode and you go, oh, you know, I got to get through all these. I got to read these. I got to read these. I got to look at that. I got to look at that. I got to pick a winner. I got to do this. This was the most fun I've ever had doing a giveaway. And my next giveaway is going to be another Photoshop contest because People got so freaking creative and it made me laugh. Like I generally, when I'm doing a contest, emails come in and I'll read them as they come in and I'll flag them for like, you know, round two. And then I'll go through all the flagged ones and I'll weed some out even more. And then, you know, I'll take a day and then I'll read the last ones I had and I'll be like, uh, okay, that one's the winner. With this one, I was just literally like every email that was coming in, I was just like, flag that one. That one's great. Flag it. Flag it. All these are great. All these are great. I ended up with like 80 flagged emails, and I had to cut it down. I just had to. I had no choice. There can only be one winner. So I cut it down to literally 45 of my absolute favorites that just... I thought were really funny or really creative. Um, what I'm going to do now is put all 45 of these together in a nice uh, in a nice s- slideshow. Should we go jazz or dubstep? I think uh, jazz is going to be less intrusive, and you can focus on the art of the Photoshop even more. So, please, before I announce the winner, enjoy this slideshow of my favorite entries. 
They're all so funny. The one where I'm drinking beer with Neil Fallon from Clutch is hilarious. The one where I'm in front of Guar and I'm saying, I'm so glad I bought this genuine white lion cub camera strap to be the number one tourist now here in T. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. The one I really like. Grim was not expecting the sovereign nation of Boring Ann's retaliation. And he turned the Transformers movie poster behind me into Dick Butt the movie. <laughs> and then there's like a Balrog or like a Rancor monster coming out of a portal and grabbing me. <laughs> Some of these, I can't even. I can't even. There were so many great ones. So many really random ones. One with the Death Star shooting Darth Vader, riding a kitten, and then Umboyosi and Kent are in cowboy hats, you know, from uh, that movie. And then there's a guy riding a giant pie. Like, what? What, what is... <laughs> some of these... Some of these are just ridiculous. But there was one. There was one one that I just saw and I was like, yes, that is basically my life. So this guy, Woody, he, he wins, he wins. That's it. His name's Woody. And he photoshopped my whole office to look really cartoony. Okay. You saw this in the slideshow. There's a Jabba's juice poster in the background. There's a Darth Vader, which is a Boof on Pink Floyd. He wrote The Grim Adventures of Omboy and Nick in the background. Uh, and then he has a little picture that says, Woody killed this contest. And on my shoulders, he has Ruby Roo as an angel and Omboyosi as the devil, like talking into my ears. That's it. That's, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Woody, you win. You can enter my next Photoshop contest, but you can't win it because it's not fair. Yours is great. And you know what? All of them, anybody who entered, thank you. You made my week. It was hilarious. I mean, some of them were so, so good. But this one, it really, I don't know. I really find it artistically interesting, and it's such a good, like, social commentary with Ruby Roo being my good influence and Homeboy OC being my bad influence. I just love it. Woody, Woody, congratulations to Woody for winning. I, I, I can't thank you enough. I think it's uh, super cool, super, super cool. So thank you. Thank you, Woody, for entering. I think that's, I think that's just great. I will contact you. I will email you back at the email that you use to enter the contest. But uh, yeah, that's what I got. So this weekend, in fact, probably as you're watching this, I'm going to be on my way to VCC Tampa. I'm going to be shooting a travel vlog while I'm there. Um, next week, I'll have normal reviews, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And Thursday is going to be the travel vlog. And then that weekend, again, I'm taking off to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, not Winston-Salem, Charlotte, North Carolina, to attend Vapor Slam, and I'm probably going to shoot another travel vlog. Let me know if you want two travel vlogs. It's either going to be a travel vlog or nothing. Um, I'm going to fly home, and it'll be normal reviews, and then that Thursday after Vapor Slam... It's either going to be no vlog at all or possibly a, a travel vlog. So let me know. And then, ugh, 
and then I go off to the UK. I'm going to be at the UK Vake Jam, and I didn't mean to go, ugh, like, ugh. It's a lot of traveling, but I am so pumped. I'm so pumped to get to Florida. I am overly pumped to get back to North Carolina, and I am just going out of my mind waiting to go to the UK. I could not be more excited. In fact, Ronan just announced the... Uh, Irish vape invasion for 2016 going back to Ireland and I'm really excited about that too but that's what I got everybody thank you so much for watching the vlog you know what this is absolutely where my heart is I love doing reviews I love this community and above that I love the vlog and I love doing the vlog and I love people being you know, active and interacting with the vlog and, and, and sitting down and having beer and having a good vape and, and just having this like, you know, fellowship time, uh, with, with, with your bros, with your dudes or with your chicks or I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, but we're going to wrap this up. That's what I got. Uh, let me grab this guy. Let me grab this little V park. Thank you so much for watching everybody. And as always, boom, let's keep on vaping.